This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talks by Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling <laughs> Fans. We don't go back and edit in this show, but uh, this is episode two sixty four, which I didn't say last week, which I wouldn't have said last week because last week was two sixty three, but I didn't introduce it as two sixty three. I went into right 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 into me saying, "How are you, Dave?" But I'm also joined here by Dave. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing very good, very good. Oh, we just hit midnight. Yes, we did. Twelve a.m. Midnight. How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Officially back from Mexico. Didn't um, we speak about this already? No, because we recorded on the 18th while I was still in Mexico. Oh. So I left the next day, the 19th. How was your flight back? It was good. It was nice. It wasn't... I think going down there, it was hot. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was tur- turbulence when we were landing or whatever. Yeah, you came back when it was... The weather wasn't too hot, right? No, what I'm talking about when I landed in Mexico. Oh, when you landed in. Okay. But I have no recollection of any turbulence. Mm-hmm. But it's cool... That they give you free movies on international flights. Mm-hmm. So uh, going down, it was one of their newer planes. So that like the seats were wider and the screens were bigger, which was nice. They were touch mm-hmm. screen and everything. Got to watch Pixar's The Good Dinosaur. Did not. I, was, I didn't understand it at all. That's wow. like I felt really bad. Like that was. I, I was looking forward to seeing that movie, and then Pixar just that that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. But coming back to New York, it was an old, regular old plane. Um, but what movie? Um, what movie did I watch? I started to watch, I think it's called, is it Pan? Pan? Yeah. Right? It's No, it's a Peter Pan film. Oh. Where he was a little kid. Uh-huh. I didn't. I heard that was really bad. Yeah, it wasn't like, it was interesting. I, I heard one of the actors actually apologized for the movie. It it just wasn't like it, I was I don't know I was expecting more and just it wasn't mm-hmm. good. But it's cool they had the Wi-Fi. I was able to post the episode while I was in the middle of the air. Yeah, that was pretty both, crazy. Both times. Yeah, that's like all of a sudden we can have Wi-Fi on airplanes. Like, come on. <laughs> it's Wild. like oh, we are about this. You have to uh, make sure your cell phones are off. Blah blah blah. And it's like now, hey, welcome. Use our Wi-Fi. Leave your cell phones on. Everything. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. it's like what? But yeah, got back to JFK. Went through the all the what is it? Customs. No, yeah. Customs. Well, I went through a metal detector, but went through customs. Got my bags. Left JFK airport. Came home. Cleared off my DVR. But there you go. You had a lot of shows to come back to, I'm sure. Yeah. I and what sucks is like I, I deleted some while I was in Mexico just so I could make room because I was at like ninety nine percent uh by like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I had to delete all my Sunday shows, which sucks because I hate 
watching those kind of shows on demand because you have like the fast forward feature doesn't work. Oh yeah, you, you have, have to, to watch sit. the commercials. Makes no sense. I usually just walk away during the commercials. Well, how many times do you get up and walk away during a a show? During the commercials, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I can never do that. Like during like when I ha- when I miss an episode of like The Flash or Arrow or something like that, then I'll uh, have to stream it through uh, what CW's website. Yeah, I, I always have commercials. I hate like I don't understand commercials. Like I'll never buy. A pizza from Domino's just because you're telling me, oh, you have a brand new car that has an oven in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sign up for, what, health insurance or something with Geico or car insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, what, what else? I don't know. I'm not going to buy a Pepsi because you got you got a singer singing about Pepsi. I'll drink Pepsi. I don't even know who I that is. Pepsi. Is that Rihanna? That's definitely not Rihanna. Oh, I don't know. But I don't, I don't know who it is either. <laughs> but came home to find out a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, news, concert news. I'm pumped. Okay. I bought tickets today to see. It, it's it's headline. The headline to- of the tour is Disturbed. Uh-huh. Which I don't what? really, I don't listen to their music. I just know Down With The Sickness and then the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme song they did. Yeah. Which I, I... they're definitely not going to do in concert. No, nah, I, I saw Disturbed back in like 99, I think. Oh, you're so cool. I know. <laughs> what, what were you doing at a Disturbed concert? What, what was I doing? Yeah. Listening to the music. Where was it? Uh, Jones Beach. Oh. Yeah, it was a big day off. So, uh, but Disturbed was is, is going to be with Breaking Benjamin. And I like their music because of WWE. Because they were in SmackDown vs. Raw. And uh, I think they had like two tracks in there, which I, I looked at the recent set list. They don't play Firefly, which I tweeted to them. Hopefully they have five months until the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll play it. But uh, And then they're also playing with Alter Bridge, with, which is like I had to – like I can't pass that up. You're such a moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want to hear Edge's theme song, and then I like that song. Why is it they don't play it? No, they definitely do. It's on every single set list. I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> And then also open your eyes. Such a good song. And um, yeah, but they don't play that live. Yeah, it says every single set list they have. Really? But that's yeah. such a rip. That's not even. That's a rip off. Open your eyes. Of what? Wait, open your eyes. I'm thinking. Wait. I'm thinking Christian's theme song. Yeah, that's not a Christian theme song. Yeah, I'm thinking Christian's. And then like the other band that they're with has uh, the lead singer from Three Days Grace. So. And I like that I hate everything. Yeah, I, I, I like their music. I mean, I listen to them usually when I'm working out and stuff. Oh, you're, you're like topping the cool levels, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got a bat in your wall. You got a, you got, yeah, you got I, workout I have a bat tips. in my wall. Which Making is hilarious. Speeches. That's just hilarious. I didn't know what to do. I heard, like, at first I thought I was leaning on my table while I was, like, surfing the web. I, I was leaning on the table. I thought maybe, like, surfing the web. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I was leaning on the table and I thought that like maybe a screw was loose or something. So I stopped moving. <laughs> yeah, sir. And I was just like, it stopped. So I'm like, okay. So then I started typing to you and stuff. And then I started hearing it again louder and louder. I'm like, what the heck? So then I Did stopped. Did you at any point think there was somebody trying to break into your apartment? No. Why would I? No. Oh, I don't know. Why would you think there's a bat in your wall? Well, because I heard a high-pitched na- uh, noise. 
So I at you, first, you had I, a bat trying to tell other bats to come into this house and <laughs> have a party or something. They opened it wide open. Yeah. Well, like I heard it in the walls, and I was just like, first I was like, maybe like maybe I heard a mouse, but then I heard that how high pitch it was and how it was pretty much constant. Not like a little here, little there. It was like high pitch, constant. You had a, a scared bat in your wall. Yeah, no, it was. It sounded like it was pretty either pissed off and it wanted to get out of the wall. And it they was... can't see anything. They're blind. Mm. Stupid. They try to bounce their sonar off your walls and they're just going deeper and deeper in. <laughs> can't see anything. And you're like, you're like, oh, stay in there, get out. And they get mixed signals from you. I I know, but I haven't heard it in a little bit, so you killed it. You Hopefully killed it's it. Dead. It's dead. I injected it with an NWO <laughs> with, with poison. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, by the way, no, I got nothing. He's got nothing, but we got something. Let's talk about some fast lane. Yes, fast lane that took place this past Sunday. At the Quicken's, Quicken Loans really? Arena. What? Really? What day did you think it was going to start on? Say that again? It sounded like you were like stumbling over on it being Sunday. Uh, no, I stumbled upon how I wanted to introduce the, <laughs> the pay-per-view. <laughs> oh. But live in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, we had the kickoff show, which was super weird because I could have – like they had – they had a match, and then they went to um, an AJ Styles interview. I uh, thought normally they go match right into the pay-per-view, but I guess yeah. they were taking the crowd back down. But uh, the opening match, we saw a two out of three falls match for the WWE United States Championship between the champion Kalisto and Alberto Del Rio. Uh, Del Rio screwed himself here. Yeah. He, he picked I up the chair. Boom, smack Kalisto with it, got a DQ. You know, I did like his double stomp over the barricade, though. That was cool. That was cool. But Kalisto ended up picking up the two victories just because Del Rio screwed himself by using a chair in the first victory. Yeah. What do you think about the idea of this being on the kickoff show? A U.S. championship match. Honestly, I there were no other matches that could you go You wouldn't there. put, like, I don't know, you wouldn't... Mm. You can't. There are no other matches that would go. Axel Truth. No, that was just a random match that popped up. Uh, KO's IC. There's nothing. There's nothing else. You wouldn't put the Divas. No, there's nothing else. Yeah. But moving on to the actual pay per view, uh, Fastlane kicked off with, um, I guess, a lot of faith in the Divas here. To open the mat, to open the card, I mean, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks picked up the victory against Team Bad. Uh, it was it was interesting to see them team up. It was, uh, it was a good match. I'm surprised that they got the time that they got for it. Yeah, um, honestly, there's nothing to write home about, though. It wasn't really like a standout match or anything uh, crazy. Uh, but as far Just as Typical. As far as Divas matches go for the card of Fastlane. Yeah, it's definitely the better (laughs) Divas match on the card. Which is not Brie Bella's fault. Uh, no. But it's interesting. Both matches were won with uh, submission. I might want to 
Maybe actually, you know what? I have no clue. Maybe there maybe there's gonna be like a first ever submission match for, for nah, Divas I, at WrestleMania. I think it's just gonna be a triple threat. You just think that coincidentally they all had submissions locked on. I don't know. That's some food for thought. Food for thought. But up next we had the Intercontinental Championship on the line. Uh, kind of a random match, I guess, based off of, oh, I've been kind of in a feud with you, so I deserve the match. Uh, Dolph Ziggler challenging Kevin Owens. It's a good match, obviously. Always is yeah. between the two of them. I was a big fan of the end, uh, yeah, the end of the match where uh, Kevin Owens hit a short arm. Well, it was going for a short arm clothesline, but hit the pop-up powerbomb. Yeah. I guess, like, you could call it a short-arm pop-up powerbomb. I don't know. I, don't, I guess but, I would just call it a pop-up powerbomb at that point. Let me tilt this a little bit. Ooh, there we you, go. What are you tilting? I'm getting cozy in bed right now. <laughs> there we go. You got now your hot, got your hot, <laughs> What? I was going to say, you got your hot chocolate and marshmallows. <laughs> oh, I forgot my water. <laughs> Good for you. That's not good. I need my water by the side of the bed. You're not, be going, right, you're not right going to sleep right now. <laughs> you're not going to sleep. You're recording a show. I know. It's almost 1 a.m. too. This is dedication. <laughs> Which is it. hilarious because at, the, <laughs> at the start of this episode, <laughs> at the start of the episode, it was tw- just just at 12. Yeah, five, five minutes ago in this episode, it was... It was midnight. So where are those missing minutes that all of a sudden it's 1 a.m. right now? Yeah. I'll tell you where the 1 a.m. There's no editing here. What had happened is all of a sudden David's internet and power went out. Yeah, it's pretty windy up here. So I think something uh, got disconnected. But it's it was weird. I was still connected to the internet, but it was, it was just not working. It was that bat. That bat heard you making fun of it. Yeah, it was that bat. But let's get on with Kane, Ryback, and Big Show picked up the victory over the Wyatt family. Um, I don't know. I I know I picked the Wyatt family to win this, but I should have known better. Honestly, we all should have known better. Yeah, I think we should have because the Wyatt family get get no respect. Yeah. Nothing we, happens with them. Yeah. They, they, and get, then, they get shut out of WrestleMania, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. But what are you going to do? I know. Um, and then you also had the best match of the night. Divas champion Charlotte picked up the victory over Brie Bella. Uh, it was a, it was an enter. There were there were points here where I thought maybe Brie might win, which is like totally stupid to even oh, think that. No, I I did not think that at all. I thought that it was very sloppy. But on whose behalf? Both. I think. How 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 on Bree's half? I thought there's a few moments that looked sloppy for sure, and the end of the match was god awful. That was just like someone. I think one of them missed their cue to one of them. Well, Charlotte either missed her cue or <laughs> Becky not... or or, or uh, Bree forgot to no uh, dive into no. the no. Don't, don't put know. this on to Bree. Charlotte definitely missed her cue of kicking Brie, so Brie had to think on the fly, made her look stupid, jumped into the ropes, only to get pulled back and into the figure eight. Yeah, I don't understand why they... 
I'm putting that all on Charlotte. That was an awful ending of the match. It but, was awful. But as far as that match goes, Brie Bella, I do not think is a bad wrestler. I no, I don't she, think she's a bad wrestler, but I don't think it was a good match by any standard. Because I don't think it was of Charlotte. I think if yeah, you go I back think, and look, I, I, I think if you go back and look at everything Brie did in that match, it was solid, except for that that ending where she had to look stupid because Charlotte was wasn't doing anything. I don't know. She hit look, her drop kicks are good. Her yeah. yes kicks are good. Charlotte sells them unbelievably awful. Oh, I, I will never get her selling. I don't get it. But up next, we saw AJ Styles taking on Chris Jericho. Uh, it was a great match. Awesome match. Um, the AJ picking up the victory. Yeah, the third of their, I guess they, they call it a rubber match. Yep, the rubber match. Uh, I, I, I just, AJ Styles drop kicks. Those are awesome. And then uh, I thought it was pretty cool how AJ Styles nailed Y2J with the Saz Clash, but then Y2J actually kicked out of it. Yeah. Um, now you mentioned you think that they're going to stop doing the move, or? I, it seems like they're leaning more towards him winning the match via submission. I, I think I mean, that... even if you fast, fast forward to SmackDown, that's yeah, how he was... wins. But, so but it looks still, like they're I mean... kind of... I don't know. To me, it looks more like they're they're using the calf crusher as his finisher rather than the Styles Clash. Yeah, but I think that he's not going to stop doing the Styles Clash altogether. I don't know. We shall see. I mean, I, I figure. I, I don't know. I figure maybe Jericho took it because he's a vet. And no, I mean he's done it to uh, who do you do it to Axel, Curtis Axel. Yeah, but Axel's a different level then. I mean, I definitely think that he's not going to give up the Styles Clash, but I could see him doing the Calf Crusher a lot more than the Styles Clash. But, um, yeah. It wasn't a match of the year candidate, in my opinion, but uh, if if there was a match to go back and watch, it was this one. Yeah, it definitely stood out on this pay-per-view as, I think, in my opinion, the best match on the card. It was just a lot of fun from the submissions, from the from the opening bell. Uh, to, it was just so technically sound. It was it was fun. Um, a random thrown together match was Curtis Axel picking up the victory against r Truth. Yeah, don't, I, don't, uh, Gold I don't know why why this happened, but I don't understand why. I mean, it's obviously one though, and not Golden Truth. Like why Goldust? Like especially with the follow up later on this week. Him it was him causing the distraction. Yeah. But what we actually forgot to speak about was they had Edge and Christians, the cutting edge peep show with oh, New yeah. Day. Um first of all, let's let's talk about their show on the WWE network. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's not. What is it even <laughs> called? Edge and Christian totally reeks of awesomeness or whatever show? Yeah, it, 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 I mean that show. I like. I had high expectations at first when I heard about it, and then when I saw more and more previews of it, I was like, I do not think I'm going to enjoy the show. And then I actually watched the show. I don't get it, man. Mm-hmm. I don't get it at all. They had some dude doing what our gimmick. They got <laughs> the guy took our gimmick. He's sitting what? there giving. He's like a. It's an awful fake interview. It seems like he's like he's doing a bad interview. Yeah, but our interviews are like bad and not intentionally. 
But it's, it's it, 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 it to me it, it it looked like that guy was trying to be that guy on YouTube. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand the part where they were like, in Vince McMahon's office. I like I, well, well, that was I guess based on the whole Christian Vince McMahon hates Christian rumor. I guess I had never even heard of that one. Yeah, and that's why he was never like had a good title run. Yeah. Something like that, but which is why you always had a job, though. So, well, no, I don't know. That's there's still those rumors are out there, but that cutting edge peep show made absolutely no sense because New Day completely, in my opinion, was facing that situation. Well, I mean, I, I joining with Edge and Christian to make fun of League of Nations. Well, we've seen them do that before. We've seen them make fun of League of Nations, and we've seen them. Uh, we've seen them. When side have we seen them make fun of League of Nations before that? They've done it before in the past on SmackDown. I don't recall. Yeah, they've done that in the past, and they've done. Uh, they even aligned themselves with the Dudley Boys at one point on SmackDown. It wasn't like aligning, but it was like to make fun of League of Nations or something like that. Back when Dudley, like a few weeks ago. Um. So it's nothing new. I mean, I don't know. The new new day are are tweeners. I mean, if you even still have faces and heels, yeah, they're they they try to be heels. I mean, you even see it where uh, they try to like uh, Xavier Woods will play to the crowd saying like I'm gonna play the trombone, and then they'll go yeah yeah yeah, and then he won't do it. But then they also have these moments like this where they'll make fun of the heels. But regardless, that's one prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. I am going to watch the second episode of the Edge and Christian show because Zack Ryder's on it. I'll check it out. Yeah, I got to support him. And I'll watch it. Apparently, Bailey's going to be on it. She was filming up in Stanford the other day. Hmm. So, so maybe we should take a ride to Stanford and be on the Edge and Christian show. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe right. we maybe. Could do it. Yeah, we're definitely not going to do it. No, probably not. I'm not going to be one of those guys. <laughs> I'm not going to be one of those people who stand outside of WWE headquarters wearing a luchador mask, taking pictures. Posing like HBK. Wearing a Zack Ryder t-shirt. No. Definitely not going to do that. Considering sneaking through the garage door that's left Which open wide. Which happens to be open with no security. With all the posters and everything like that. Maybe I'll take a banners. poster. Maybe I'll take a foam finger. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But the main event of the evening just happened to be for the number one contendership of the WWE World Championship. Sorry. The WWE Championship. Uh, The winner gets to go on to face Triple H at WrestleMania 32. And uh, Roman Reigns picked up the victory. I don't think that there's there's no surprise here that Roman Reigns picked up the victory. Defeating Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar. I think the bigger surprise of this was the fact that it's um, it pretty much solidified the fact that Bray Wyatt is screwed out of a WrestleMania of anything. I know I, it's so unfortunate because you want to see them pull the trigger on him, and it's like they pull the trigger halfway, and before the gun could go off, they like. They let off the trigger. They're like, and eh, then not yet. It's like fast forwarding to Raw. Obviously, Dean Ambrose challenges Brock Lesnar or whatever. Yeah. To a match at Mania, Brock obviously accepted, but 
it's like Brock Brock's pissed off at Dean Ambrose because he's the reason why Brock's not going to WrestleMania yet. What have, what about the Royal Wyatt, Rumble? The Wyatt family is also a reason why he's not going to WrestleMania due to them eliminating him from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. A Royal Rumble which he didn't even want to participate in the first place. Yeah. It, I, I don't get that. That was that was another... The Wyatts are, are always in angles that oh, never get finished out. They always get dropped. But knowing WWE come SummerSlam, we'll see something happen. Or Survivor Series or something. We'll see them Brock versus the Wyatts or something. Yeah. So... But that's no, right. just disappointing. That, yeah. It, it, was, it did come like, off... A lot of people were saying that it did come off as a Monday Night Raw... A yeah. Sunday Night Raw, which it, it did, but I was there's there were parts to it that I enjoyed. There were parts to it that obviously were like ugh, but as far as that match goes, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, you didn't have Brock being like control of the whole match. You had them teaming up for most of it. So yeah. it was nice. They had the chair shots and everything. Yeah, nothing. I don't know. But let's get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, before uh, it even kicked off, earlier in the day, they tweeted out a video of Brock Lesnar, or Dean Ambrose, pulling up to the arena, only to have Brock Lesnar run in the most hilarious way I've ever seen. Looks just like Kofi Kingston when he runs down the ramp. Yeah, Uh, it was pretty weird. Running and attacking Dean Ambrose, taking him out. Dean got carted off to the hospital. And then Monday Night Raw opened with uh, Vince McMahon presenting the Vincent J. McMahon Legacy of Excellence Award, which was already the shape of the award and everything was already given out from some 2K thing. Hornswoggle got it. Mm-hmm. So uh, McMahon did get get it because Hornswoggle's a McMahon, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's all right. Or something, I don't know, or something yeah, he, like he's that. his son. And uh, Vince McMahon ended up giving it to Stephanie, which I guess was predictable because if it yeah, was, you knew it was going to be storyline. If it was not her, then it would be Triple H. Yeah, you knew it was going to be storyline. But for me, I would hope for you too. The best part of Raw happened next. Um, that being Shane McMahon returns. Here comes the money. Which I guess was the first time, I think, since 2010 that we've seen Shane. Really? I think so. But it was yeah, cool. Yeah, it's been a while. He came into... It seemed like a lot longer than six years, but... Yeah. It was nice. He's, he came in the ring, wiped a tear he away did. from his he, eye. He did that entire the, the shuffle that he does on the ramp. Yeah. That I, I popped for that the good old shuffle. And everyone was saying how much older he looks... Than Vince, no. When, he, when Vince looked, when Vince was, was his age. But I think if you go back and look at photos, their faces look identical. It's yeah, just Shane, Shane, Shane. Shane doesn't dye his hair. Yeah, Shane. We've seen like this too, though. I mean, this is nothing new because we knew that he was uh, going gray and everything a few years ago. Yeah, but the, I mean, it's quite like when you haven't seen someone in a long time. I don't know. I come back into your life, whatever. You're like, oh crap! You're you're really fat now. I don't know. I I thought that he looked the same as last time I saw a picture of him. 
I mean, last time I saw a picture of him, I think it was with at a golfing. Huh? It's probably pretty recent. I don't, I think last time I saw him was at like a golfing place, a uh, golf tournament with Rory McIlroy or something like that. Yeah, I think that was last year. No. No, I think maybe two years ago, three years ago. I don't know about that. That's yeah. far fetched. No, it was wild. But anyway, he came out, spoke about how uh, Vince McMahon, Triple H, and Stephanie kind of under their control. Uh, the ratings are down. Stocks are down. People are getting injured right and left. Basically how the product sucks. And said that he wants control of Raw, which Vince McMahon was like, you know what? You'll do it. I mean, I'll do that if you agree to a match. But what about before you get on to the match, what about that entire leading up to it? I, I loved it. I loved the lead up to it with uh, him trying to get Vince to say, uh, talk about their uh, behind their secret deal yeah. that Stephanie didn't know about. What's in the vault? Yeah, I, I was a big fan of that where he was just like, well, before I got out of here, we came to a deal that I would have control and stuff like that. So really, you have your power because of me because I'm allowing it. I there's something about the McMahon family that will always draw me in and will always make me want to watch and be engaged with whatever's going on. They have such high uh they have such great personalities for pro wrestling. Now what doesn't make sense there though mm -hmm. is if whatever is behind the scenes, like storyline wise, allowing or or allowing Stephanie to have control right now or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and Shane does have control. Why does he need a match for it? Like, what is what is in the contract? What is the thing? well? It may, it may. I mean, you could have Vince McMahon still owns fifty percent of the company, and Shane owns more percentage than Stephanie. So, if that was the case, the heck does he need the match for? Well, because Vince still owns more percentage of the company, he could decide, say who does what. So I mean, at, least, at least that's what I could assume that the storyline's going with. We don't we still haven't seen it played out and don't really they probably won't get into the details with it though. No, they definitely won't. Yeah. But uh Vince McMahon said just just one match. You'll have to wrestle. Whatever match I say, whoever I tell you you have to face. And if you win, you will get it. And if you lose, then I get whatever's in your safety deposit box. And Shane goes, Okay, fine. I accept. And Vince McMahon lays down the huge, huge sledgehammer, I guess you would say. I don't even know, sledgehammer, whatever. And uh, says that he's got to face The Undertaker at WrestleMania in a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Which, Shane's in tremendous shape. He boxes every day, I think. I, I think, um, you know, for a nostalgic factor, I think it's going to be fun. Is it a match that I would rather watch over something like AJ Styles versus Y2J? No. It's um, it's super confusing. Yeah. But what I could see possibly happening here is um, obviously Undertaker versus Shane. Undertaker's streak's gone already. So what better way to get Sting versus Undertaker to the fans than... Setting it up where Vince McMahon, oh, absolutely, I'll pick Undertaker. He He's basically won every single WrestleMania except for the one against Brock Lesnar. So 
I'm going to put my son Shane in this match, and there's no way he's going to win. There's absolutely no way Shane McMahon will have control of this. I'm going to have full control of the company or whatever. Shane, just whatever. You go, goodbye. Shane, Undertaker, match is happening. Lights go out. Sting comes out. Helps Shane win. Sets up a match between Undertaker and Sting at at um, SummerSlam in Brooklyn. What about the same? What about the night of? Uh, Shane McMahon somehow gets attacked or something. Tries to Vince McMahon tries to get someone to take him out, League of Nations or something, take out his leg to give Undertaker an unnecessary benefit. And then Shane McMahon has Sting wrestle for him instead. I don't know. This way, this way, there's no. I mean, you really don't need to promote uh, advertise a match like this, like that. Right. You can just do it on the spot, and you know it's gonna go crazy and break. Well, I was if you just randomly tossed that together the night of. I don't know. I I. I, I mean, maybe it's stupid not to promote it, but I just want to like 100%. I hope that I get to see Shane McMahon wrestle at WrestleMania. And I get to hopefully want to see Shane McMahon at Raw when I go the night the the week before WrestleMania, so nah. or the week of WrestleMania, I guess. Well, hopefully it's a good match. Hopefully it's fun. Knowing um, Shane's past, he puts everything into it. Yeah. So should be a good match. He's always been very entertaining. Yeah. Um, never like a great wrestler. A good like he's been good. He could hold his own, but never great. I mean, how, uh, how do you... still fun who, to watch. Who in your category is great? Like, where is... What do you mean? Like, where does good go to Heavy? great? Yeah, obviously he's not Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, he's good, but he's not anything like... To, he's not anything to write home about. He's miles he, over David Flair. Yeah, he's on Steve Blackman's status. Steve Blackman's a great wrestler. What the heck? Hey. What do you mean, I... Uh, Shane McMahon's like just maybe just below Steve. So Black. New Day defeated Lucha Dragons and Neville. Um, awesome, awesome spots. Beforehand, they made fun of League of Nations, but they're all facing faces. Whatever. Yeah. What about that? All right. So I was a huge fan of the double 450 splashes that they did. That was awesome. Where, where Neville does a 450 slash off the apron. Which uh, and Michael then, Cole calls a shooting star press. Yeah, good call, Cole. And then Kalisto does a 450 splash off of Neville's back. Uh, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was. Um, and then the, even the end of the match was fun. Where, um, what happened? They were trying to go. Oh, uh, Kofi Kingston, I think, went for the mask and ended up hitting the Trouble in Paradise. Right? I don't recall that. Mask to Trouble, or went to get Trouble in Paradise. Yeah, but then, yeah. But I thought I would have put, I think I would have put this match somewhere else in the card. Yeah, 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 that's because, what happened. Because, yeah, Kofi Kingston picked up the victory at the Trouble in Paradise. But why Why wouldn't you open with this? I thought that this was a good match to open with. Uh, well, the reason why is because they always do the whole roller coaster thing and fans are up. You want to take them down a little bit or something? This left them pretty high up because Shane McMahon returning, that's, that's like literally the only thing I could think of when I was watching this match. 
I, I'm I'm completely fine with this. I mean, they did nothing different. What two weeks ago on Raw, where it was pretty much amazing. I mean, I I like this format. I like that you start off very strong, strong segment to intro. Then you have a strong match to start, and then you have this next match, the Usos versus. No, not no. After this, we saw Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman coming out. Oh, oh, oh. which they spoke about Fastlane, obviously. But Dean Ambrose came out in the ambulance. He he started coming down to the ring, fell fell down, couldn't get now, to where, the ring. Now, where were the EMTs and like how he just has it by himself now? He just happens to always steal emergency service vehicles. And this is legal? <laughs> it is in wrestling, brother. This is pro wrestling. <laughs> so Ambrose comes down and says that he wants a match with Brock. So a no-holds-barred match is set for WrestleMania. And then Brock Lesnar hit him with the F5. The last time there was a no-holds-barred match at WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar was Brock versus Triple H, I believe, at WrestleMania 29. That match was super boring to both of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and you went for a walk around the stadium at the time. Now, is this match going to be a boring match to us? I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'll catch it on replay. Or I'll catch the abbreviated version. Like, Dean Ambrose does... I don't, like, see the equalization of Dean Ambrose to Brock Lesnar here. It's going to be weapons for Dean Ambrose, using right. weapons to break him down. Right, so... I mean, outside of that, I mean, he, he's not going he to... He's going to have to use a lot of weapons to his advantage. Um, but, yeah, next up you had Usos pick up the victory over the Ascension. Which um, the Dudleys, I guess, kind of, at first, caused a distraction, but they yeah. cut a weird promo about the Usos and Rikishi. Which I really I don't understand why they chose to put the Dudleys against the Usos because the Usos aren't anything in power or anything. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're not taking champions. Like, what's what? Are, what are the Dudleys like? The Dudleys' whole thing with this is they want to prove that they are the best tag team ever, but they're going after a tag team that's not even number champion. one contender. They're not even number one contenders. So it doesn't make sense at all. I, I mean, the only thing I can see right now is because you really want you really want the uh, Dudley Boys to be viewed as heels, so you have to throw them against two of your big baby faces. Well, like, where does that lead WrestleMania to? I mean, it was either Dudley's that, versus them or Dudley's versus Lucha Dragons. Which may, like, I don't get it. Where does that leave them? That WrestleMania... WrestleMania, the biggest WrestleMania of all time, quote-unquote. I, I see the Dudley Boys having one more run with the titles. One more run. They beat up. They beat the Usos. They have their normal contendership. They win. And then they lose, and then I can see them separated. What, for good. what probably needs to happen, I don't know if it's going to for WrestleMania. On song. I mean, they have... No, not, not about that, but yeah. about an actual match. Something that... I guess WWE just is accustomed to throwing together for WrestleMania a uh, four corners tag team match for the titles. New Day, yeah. um, Usos, Dudleys, and League of Nations. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But up next, we had Chris Jericho out in the ring calling out AJ Styles. AJ came out. Jericho congratulated him on the win, the victory at the pay-per-view. 
they shook hands, and then Social Outcast came out, challenged them to a match, which I guess they're now being called Y2AJ. Y2AJ? Yeah. That's... That's... Uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So they picked up the victory against Social Outcast, uh, Curtis Axel and Heath Slater. It was very, it was very cool to see the two of these guys team up together, though. Yeah, and the match was good itself. Yeah, oh yeah, it was. I thought it was a very good match. They had great chemistry. And um, it was also it was fun to see Social Outcast in the spot like that. Yeah, for sure. So, will we get more of Y two AJ? We did on SmackDown. What will get will to that, that? Will that lead to anything? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, next, our truth was backstage. And Goldust showed up with an I'm sorry cake. And it looked good. And R-Truth kind of screwed everything up and shoved it in Goldust's face, which is super rude because... Unnecessary. Goldust baked that cake for him. Unnecessary roughness on the field. Especially because it's cake. I mean... Don't waste it. I mean, at least Goldust got to eat some of it, but... Yeah, but still... Um, next up you had the Wyatts pick up Victor over Kane, Ryback, and Big Show. Is, is Braun Strowman hurt? I don't think so. I think that they just dropped the entire idea of pushing him to WrestleMania. I don't think so. They just dropped so. that entire I don't know. I don't know if that, if they did. Because it could still, the way this is working out here, still kind of looks like it could be Big Show versus Braun at WrestleMania now. Well, from what I mean, we saw it last week or two weeks ago, they want to do, or they may do Braun versus Lesnar at SummerSlam. Which that's just, ugh, I don't want to see that. Or a Survivor Series, which don't want to see that either. But, but yeah, so Ryback walked off during the match. Very uh, weird. Yeah, very but, odd. But he ended up saying that he has nothing left to prove. And he's sick of tag teams. He wants to focus on himself and his singles run. He's been singles. I mean, he's only been in tag teams a few times. More recently, though, I guess it was more tag team than singles. uh, But but mainly we know Ryback to be a singles wrestler. Yeah. (laughs) But Uh, will this lead to WrestleMania? Maybe there's something big brewing for him. I don't know, but uh, out of all of this, I just, I said it before, I hate how the Wyatts look like they got nothing for Mania this year. Yeah. Maybe. It stinks. You, maybe, yeah, they're going to get a throwing match. Maybe they have a match. Maybe they're in the Andre the Giant match where uh, the Wyatt family helps Braun Strowman win or something like that. It's, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, up next, we saw Sasha Banks defeating Naomi, which I wish they'd give us more of these matches because Agreed. I think I think they're great. Oh yeah, I, I think both competitors are a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Naomi, I still think that she hasn't gotten her fair share. She really hasn't, and it's like um, it's it's way 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 overdue. Yeah, even before uh, Charlotte and them showed up on the scene, Naomi was up there and she deserved it. Yeah. She deserved to have that championship or have even a small run with yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, Tamina tried to get involved here, and uh, Becky ran down to stop her. And yeah. then after the match, Charlotte came out, and 
I don't know who made her boss, but she made up a match for uh, number one contendership. It's going to be Becky versus Sasha to see who she gets to face at WrestleMania. But I think that's bull if both of them don't go on to wrestle I... at, at WrestleMania. And it also sucks that Naomi's probably going to get left out of a I match know, at that's, WrestleMania. That's the thing that stinks. But I do see this becoming like this is going to be a double DQ, uh, double count out or interference or something. And it's going to end up being a triple threat match. But like you said, Naomi should be in the match. I would love, I would not mind a fatal four way. I wouldn't either. And I don't, I don't know if that ever happened with the women at, at WrestleMania. I think that would be fun. A fatal four way. Yeah. I, I like that. It me it makes no sense not to. Yeah. Like you try to give everybody a payday or whatever, but look at what match will be the best, better match. Obviously, Charlotte's in the match, but and and like I've been saying it for weeks, if that match was to happen, the, the triple threat match, everyone's going to obviously say how good the match is because you got Becky and Sasha in there, mm-hmm. but the match is going to yeah. be good because of Becky and Sasha, not because of Charlotte. Yeah, I would just like WWE, if you're listening to this, just think about writing Naomi into the match. It's going to be good no matter what. Toss her in there. What else are you going to do with her? Use her as a backstage segment or something. Yeah, it's a lame, lame, lame. I don't know. It sucks. At first, it, I thought I, maybe. No, you're right. At first, I thought maybe they'd have two uh, two divas matches on WrestleMania, but now it's looking more so like not. Yeah, it's just one now. Up next, they announced the newest inductee to the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, that being Godfather, which I guess it's kind of weird that. It's not the person; it's the character. Well, I mean, in this I, case, well, I mean, I'm fine with the. I mean, no one knows the the person, but like, but I mean, more Charles, so, Tra- like his, like he's not known to pro wrestling fans, right? He, but he, like in the video, at least you could show Papa Shango and Kama. Yeah, you you can say one time he was a uh, Papa Shango. One time he was Kama Mustafa. But we all love him as the Godfather. Yeah, like God forbid you even mention Goodfather. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that, I understand them leaving out. <laughs> but I mean, um, altogether, I, I definitely think they should acknowledge uh, Papa Shango and Kama Mustafa more. Yeah. Papa Shango than Kama, though. Well, I say Kama also because he was a big part of the nation. I didn't, or not, yeah. not even a, not really a big part of the nation, but he was part of the nation, which was part of a big thing in the nineties, late nineties. Yeah, but he was also even before the nation, he was pretty big with his feud with the Undertaker, uh, with stealing his urn and melting it down to uh, wear as a chain around his neck. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Come. I mean, the, this guy, he's had fused with Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, but that's... Ugh, I, wouldn't I was fan that. of that. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, guess as a child... As a kid, it, it freaked me out to see... As a child, yeah, but now you go back and watch that and it's like... Oh, yeah, it's stupid. But it's funny because as a kid, I was just like, you're legit concerned. I mean, you see ooze coming out of his forehead. Dear Mr. Ultimate Warrior... Are you okay? So Papa Shango did to you. <laughs> hey, only Hacksaw gets that treatment. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mr. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, I, I, I saw what he did to you. Are you okay? Is your face okay? 
Yeah. Thanks, thanks for telling me that story, brother. You say that to everyone. Uh, the main event of the evening took place was Roman Reigns versus Sheamus, which ended in a no contest when Triple H came out and attacked Roman Reigns. Um, they brawled a bit, and then eventually Triple H got the upper hand, and Roman Reigns got busted open. Whether it was real or fake blood, I don't know. He got busted open. And then Triple H I, ended Raw by pedigreeing him on the steps. I think that it was fake blood. Did you see the capsule? I watched the clip. I don't see it. You can see that, uh, what's his face? Byron, Byron Saxton. He Byron, gives him something. That could just be the angle, though. It looks very suspicious. That could just be the angle. I don't. Honestly, I, mean, I don't... I don't buy it. I actually do think that it was... I think that he was handed something. and I don't think he was handed a blade. What I was going to tweet out after all this this whole ordeal took place, before there was even mention of a blood capsule thing, Yeah, they posted a picture after Raw, or the next day or something, of Roman Reigns all bloodied and everything with like the towel yeah, that yeah. was all soaked in blood. I was going to actually tweet out saying that that towel looks like it's covered in fake blood but i opted out of doing that and then out of nowhere everyone blew up saying oh my god look at this angle yeah i definitely think that it was fake but on the other hand i mean it's very unfortunate because back in the day you would never have this kind of thing everyone would legit go with he's bleeding that's and but i even now but out this, saying like, today everyone but today you have to be aware that there's cameras all over but, but uh, Forget about that. I tweeted out that regardless, which is now to ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out, of the fact that if it if it was a blood capsule, if it wasn't a, a blood capsule, just enjoy it. Yeah, just enjoy a- that. Triple H came out, which kind of sucks that the crowd was completely behind Triple H rather than Roman Reigns here. Um, I don't think – I'm not surprised by that though. But, well, yeah – I'm, Which I mean, is, it's weird though because they were so behind Roman Reigns when they did that when he did the same exact thing to Triple H. So I don't know, but putting that aside, just trying and just just enjoy it, whether it's fake or or real, just suspend your reality. Yeah, but fans are, fans would rather look into detail at everything. I mean, that's why. Like people zoom in whenever someone passes, referee passes a blade. They zoom in on it. When you hear, when you uh, watch clips of the wrestlers speaking to each other, what their next seg, uh, their next next move set's going to be, they focus on it. I mean, a lot of the things that you were used to be able to do and get away with, you get busted on now by the fans. The fans, I mean, yeah, you could say that the fans smartened up a little bit to the way that pro wrestling is performed. But it's also unfortunate that they put it all out there. And they really – they tried to um, rip down that curtain as opposed to just pulling a little bit. The fans just completely rip it down for everyone. Which sucks, but – Yeah, definitely. But, but in the same sense, I feel like – I mean we kind of do that too. I just I, – when I see something like that though, I try to suspend my belief. I'm still like – I'm still watching it and enjoying it or I'm bored by it. <laughs> I mean I want – like when they posted a clip about the beam uh, – Saxon passing reigns that object, 
I, it's not like I, I did sit there for a good amount of time trying to watch it and try to see what happened. I watched that a bunch suspicious. of times. I, I, yeah, I watched it a bunch of times. Obviously, you see Byron Saxon go up to him, but it yeah, doesn't look then, like I, I don't see physically. I don't see anything going from his hand to Roman Reigns. No, hand. he puts it. He puts it on the table. He puts something very small on the table, and then Roman Reigns reaches down, puts his head down. I mean, it's always suspicious when a pro wrestler puts his head down and covers his face. In general, if a wrestler is not bloodied up at all, and then he puts his head down on a table or down on the mat, and then, and then his, puts his, his hand, arm, his yeah, hand put, was also all bloodied. Yeah, puts his arm or his hand around his face, and then he removes it, and oh, he's. He's bleeding. You always think that there's either a capsule or a blade involved. I mean, that I would never. Anyway. I would never assume a capsule in 2016. I actually, I would never assume a capsule either. I'm kind I would of never, I, even any other time. I would never have assumed a capsule. I'm surprised that they just didn't go with a blade. Uh, I don't know why they just didn't go with the blade job, but for whatever I reason, I guess that's against. The company protocol yeah maybe they that's t true maybe they were just i mean they do have that no uh no blading policy or whatever where they don't do it anymore so maybe they really are trying to avoid it but all the all the referees all the refs sold it they all ran down wearing gloves yeah um but and it tweeted out that picture of Roman Reigns having to get surgery on his nose, which they're saying he might have actually had that surgery just for a, a, an old injury or something. Yeah, but it could also. I mean, I also, I personally, I just think that they could have also put a cast over his nose and said he had surgery. Well, I mean, he's not black and blued. Yeah. Well. I mean, if but, he had something broken, his underneath his eyes, he would be all black and blue. I mean, yeah, but who's no, to say? Yeah, but who's to say it was actual a broken nose? It could just be like I think they were reporting that, that he shattered his nose. Oh, yeah, but well, even still, I mean, nothing. They could easily put a cast over a mold over his nose and say, "Yeah, no, he got surgery." I don't think he actually got surgery. Well, at least they're not TNA. Where I'll never forget that. <laughs> When you watch the clip, and uh, they run down to to pat him down with towels because he's busted open, the towel already has blood on it. Jeez, that's awful. Yeah, but I, I hear the product is much better these days. Yes, I, I keep forgetting to tune in. It's on Tuesdays. I know. I I I always mean to, but then uh, uh <laughs> and it sucks. Off. I retweeted Dixie Carter too the other day. She said this is definitely not going to be an episode you want to miss. And I was like, ah, oh, hell yeah, I'll tune in and everything. And then Tuesday rolled by, literally like, it was like 11 p.m. on Tuesday. I was like, no, oh, oh no, I forgot to, <laughs> which I, I I don't think I could set my DVR. I think I got two things that record at once, but. Yeah. But That's moving tough. on from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown, uh, Triple H opened the show with his new championship. Well, not new, just the plates, I guess. Yeah. Which, no, isn't even new. For whatever reason, it wasn't on him. It was just displayed there in the ring. But uh, he spoke about what he did to Roman Reigns on Monday Night Raw and how Reigns needed the surgery and whatnot and said that it was retaliation for what Roman Reigns had did to him. 
a few weeks ago in that he didn't forget. So at least it looks like WWE, I guess, kind of went back to it. I mean, we forgot about it by now, but it's nice to see them kind of come back full circle. Yeah. Next up, you had League of Nations pick up a victory over uh, over Ziggler, Neville, and Lucha Dragons. Which this match kind of pissed me off. Because Why right, is that? Right off the bat, everyone got in the ring and attacked each other. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm fine with that. But then, after finally getting two people back in the ring, League of Nations all got back into the ring before a commercial break. Mm-hmm. Where's the control there? I don't yeah. understand that. And if Bad News Barrett's able to work this match, where the heck has he been? I that I don't. Like yeah. why? Why is he like? Sometimes he's there. Sometimes he's not. Yes, I'm here. I'm not there. I'm yes, I'm here. I'm not there. I don't know. And then, but Sheamus, Sheamus hit Neville with the bro kick after Del Rio cheated. So. Yeah, but so League of Nations picked on that victory. Did we even discuss Bad News Barrett, or was that rumors that... <laughs> yeah, no, we spoke week? about it. I don't, I don't believe the rumors, but we spoke about it last week. Right. Uh, next up, you had a promo. Kevin Owens backstage with Renee Young. Offering a, putting out a challenge to Dean Ambrose for that championship because he, he thought he deserved that after challenging Brock Lesnar, <laughs> only to find out that Dean Ambrose wasn't there. So he figured he defeated everyone in the roster already. So he has the night off. But Big Show uh, came into the picture saying that he's never beaten him. Gave him uh, and said that they were in a match later on tonight. I thought it was pretty funny, though, how he put his hand on him. And he's like, he's like, that's heavy or something like that. Yeah, I popped for this because KO was like, oh, I'm on the road to KO mania. Shouldn't you be on the road to retirement? I think that's that way. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it was definitely very funny. Uh, up next, we saw Devon defeating Jimmy Uso, which this is something that's based off of something that happened three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Dudley's cut their anti-table promo, blah, blah, blah. Match. Three weeks ago? What? No. Yeah, yeah three weeks ago. No, this is two weeks. No. Yeah. It was three weeks ago. I don't know about three. It's from the... It's from the... From the Raw after... The Rumble, I think. No. I I, I think the heel turn is more recent than that. No. Definitely not. But I thought this match was awful and borderline embarrassing. That roll up at the end. Before I, that, before that, even Bubba pulls out a table right in front of the referee, right in front of the ref. The ref sees it multiple times. Jimmy is up on the top, going to hit a splash. Jay chases Bubba Ray off from getting the table or whatever, and Jay picks up the table. Looks like he's about to try and push it under the ring. Referee starts yelling at him, puts all his focus onto him. So behind the referee's back, Bubba Ray gets up on the apron, shakes the ropes, which knocks Jimmy off. He's down on the on the mat. Cut to what you were about to say. Devon then picks Jimmy up to hit a very, very weak schoolboy pin to win. Yeah, it was very basic that end. Yeah, see, yeah. Less than basic. 
Yeah, it was only two weeks ago that this that they turned. When did it happen? Um, because on Raw on episode two hundred sixty two. Yeah, what on Raw uh, Dudley's Dudley's were teaming with the Usos to take to pick up a victory over Mark Henry and New yeah, Day. Hello, it's now episode two sixty four. Yeah, you have to count two sixty two, two sixty three, two sixty four. Uh, That's three weeks. Uh, I, uh, two sixty two took place on what the twelfth. No. So that week, that's one week, two week, three week. We're in the third week. Yeah, I guess so. So, but for the for the Dudleys and Usos, that was embarrassing. I, I have no other. Meh. Next up, you had Y two J. Yeah, uh, backstage promo. Backstage, not really cutting a promo, Meh. but uh, just talking to AJ about how he wants to continue tagging up with him and become tag team champions, which I don't think AJ Styles signed with WWE to just become a tag team champion, but I wouldn't... Yeah, you have to start somewhere. I wouldn't actually mind if that was his first title in WWE. Yeah, you have to start somewhere. Plus, I'm sure he would be honored to be Chris Jericho's... uh, hold the title with Chris Jericho, and I I wouldn't put it past Chris Jericho feeling it to be an honor to... Hold the title with AJ Styles, too. I mean, they both he, respect each other. He went to Vince's office. He goes, but Vince, I really want to team with AJ and be champion. I don't want to fight anymore. <laughs> That's like the last thing I ever want to do in WWE is become a champion with AJ Styles. Yeah. But Mark Henry steps into the picture here to uh, become their tag team partner for their match later against New Day. So... But I, I just think the whole Y2J and, and AJ Styles thing kind of seems thrown together. Even though um, even though they've had the three matches, but now... But, like, but I don't think it's it feels... In my opinion, it's not thrown together, and I don't feel that way. Especially because they had the altercations and interactions, interactions at the Royal Rumble from the start. Yeah, but... And but, it's, been built, it's been ever since. Yeah, so but it's not the, thrown together. But for, for Jericho to attack AJ... Like out of nowhere and kind of play the heel in that in that storyline, and then to just being like, "Oh, congrats, kid! Let's, I I'm love, I love it. you. Let's." It was tag tough up. love. I'm completely yeah. fine with it. It was a veteran I'm, showing tough love. I'm fine with them tagging up. I just kind of feel like it's thrown together. All right, I disagree. Uh, next up, you had Kevin Owens pick up the victory over Big Show by countout. Call, um, call me crazy here, but. I actually don't think I would mind seeing Big Show versus Kevin Owens on pay per view or something. I would not. I would opt out of that. I, I would mean, definitely opt out of that. This match I thought was pretty interesting. I, I liked the interactions between Kevin Owens and Big Show here, and I thought the ending was like the ending to me kind of fell short because um, Toyota. I think he he counted way too fast. For Big Show to be out of the ring like that, but I liked I liked the fact that Kevin Owens and Big Show Big Show goes to go to the top rope and then Owens is trying to superplex him off. Yeah, Big Show knocks him off, goes to some I don't know what kind of choke slam Big Show was going for there, being already up on top on the top rope, but Kevin Owens eventually knocks him off and out of the ring. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen more from that. 
Alright, well, maybe you'll get your wish and then you will regret it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I was super pumped to see Brock Lesnar versus Big Show in 2015. And uh, that, match, that match was going well. Mm. The match was good. Uh, next up, you had Becky Lynch. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden... And Natalia. Happened. But yeah, I this match ended abruptly. Natalia... Picked up the victory by DQ. I don't think she... I don't know if they even announced the winner. No, though. they didn't. They It was a no contest, but I think Natalia picked up the victory by DQ. She got attacked. She she got attacked. So, yes, she should have been the one that picked up the victory, but they never announced, like, winner by yeah, DQ or anything. It was but, a no contest. Yeah, so Naomi... And, and the, the other reason I say uh, DQ was because they rang the bell after she, right after she got attacked. Hmm. Instead of waiting till Becky got attacked, too. So Naomi and Tamina came out and attacked Natty. Um, they went after Becky, but she was able to duck it. And then just magically, Sasha Banks was there to make the save. Yep, she ran on down. Um, as far as Becky Lynch versus Natalia goes, I was enjoying that match. I thought it was somewhat technical. Do you um, think Natalia washes her clothing? I think she may only have that one gear. Well, she doesn't wrestle so much, so she doesn't need multiple. Gear. Like I, I think she only has that one gear. She, she mentioned about it on like Total Divas or whatever. How she thinks it's so sexy with the how see through it is, and I think that's the only gear she wears now. I mean, it it does it for you. No, no, <laughs> she doesn't do anything for me. I would rather her retire. I, honestly, though, I wanna I wanna see a full match between those two. I'm good. But uh, after that whole debacle happened, uh, Charlotte came out and announced that on Monday Night Raw, we will be seeing Becky Lynch versus Sasha for the number one contendership. Fingers are crossed for Raw that somehow it gets worked into a triple threat or a fatal four-way. Yeah, I hope fatal four-way where Team Bad interferes in this match, costing them the opportunity. Yeah. That like that needs to happen. It needs to be a fatal four way or a triple threat. More so a, a fatal four way just to give Naomi Naomi that shot because it's it's how many times has she had a shot compared to how many times has she actually had a real shot? Yeah. And like, how many like shots WrestleMania, have the Bella Twins had that they didn't deserve? And like, Naomi does. Like WrestleMania is a huge, huge event. She deserves to be in it. I, I don't even care if Paige is involved. Uh, uh, that Paige is involved with this. Like I, I'm happy that she's kind of off to the side a bit. I'd rather Naomi be involved big time. I don't know where Paige is. It sucks that she's not involved in it, but what what could you do? Not too much. Which is funny. She mentioned on Total Defense this past week about how she dropped the F bomb. Yeah. So that was funny. Yeah, I think that that's why she's still being punished. But uh, you had yeah, our truth picked the victory over Heath Slater. Finally, golden golden truth. No, no, up. not finally, <laughs> not finally, because Goldust came out and it, and our truth was like, no, go away, I don't want you here. Goldust was like, no, I'm just gonna go into the neutral corner. I won't cheer for you, but I'll go in the neutral corner. I'm just here to watch. Yeah, but finally he picked up the victory with his assistance. But the crowd was chanting for Golden Truth. Yeah, but that's what I mean with finally. I mean, finally, R-Truth picked up the victory thanks to Goldust's help. 
It wasn't before, really though. It wasn't really thanks to his help though. Uh, I don't to know. Me, it, to me, that, it looked like that backslide pin was going to happen anyway. Yeah, but that definitely dazed uh, Heath Slater a bit. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, I guess Golden Truth may end up being a thing now. Uh, we had Y2J and AJ and Mark Henry team up to take on and defeat New Day. Which I uh, thought for sure during... Say that again, sorry. No, no, as set up from before. I was going for Monday Night Raw calling them the Jarrett Club. I guess I was wrong on that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess I guess the point of Mark Henry being in this was to have all of New Day wrestle and do a quick headbutt and toss spot, which led to him getting hit with the Trouble in Paradise. Mm. But I thought the absolute best part of this match was Y2J taking the Trouble in Paradise after pushing AJ out of the way. Yeah, making a huge save. It's like such a big bromance about to happen between them. Yeah. What about the part with the three of them dancing? With AJ, Jericho, and Big Sh- and uh, Mark Henry. Afterwards? Where they were imitating New Day. Was that after or before? Um, I'm not too sure. I think after, maybe? I don't... My DVR might have cut off it was af- if it was after. Maybe. I, th- I saw a, a gif of it. Because I don't remember seeing that at all, and I literally yeah. just watched it. I saw a gif of it. But still, good match. I was entertained. Yeah. Um, I thought Big E did a good job. Uh, Xavier Woods, all of them, they, they all did a good job in this match. Yeah. It was a fun main event for SmackDown. Yeah. And uh, now we'll uh, take a break, a quick break. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Out. Hi, this is Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell, and you're listening to Markin' Out. Welcome back to Markin' Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 264. Uh, touching on some independent results quickly um, that took place on the 17th of, what's it called? February. February, that's right. I don't know where my <laughs> mind went there. Uh, CCW Dojo Wars took place, Blackwood, New Jersey. We saw uh, Drew Gulak versus The Preacher went to a 20-minute time limit draw. Yeah, Ace Austin and Frankie Picard uh, defeat George Gatton and Joe Gacy. Josh Adams picked up the victory against Dan O'Hare. And then the CZW Medal of Valor title was on the line as the champion. Brittany Blake defended it successfully in a best two out of three falls match against Wheeler, Utah. Yeah. Um, also on the 20th in Orlando, Florida, we had Believe. I believe in wrestling. Uh, believe 117. Lids Dorado picked up the victory over Tyrannus. Desmond Xavier defeated Slade Porter. Braden Knight, the win streak continues as he picked up the victory over Rex Brackus. The AWA Florida Tag Team Championships were on the line. Uh, Aaron Epic and Johnny Vandal picked up the victory uh, to retain their championships against Josh Hess, Josh Hess and Mike Reed only by disqualification. Yeah, so go check out all those promotions. Upcoming-wise, on the 4th, March 4th, the Sanctuary Pro Wrestling is going to be taking place in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. 
Uh, right now, their current champion, uh, champion Mike Orlando, he should be in action. There's going to be a ton more, ranging from Travis Dorian, Sonny Kiss potentially, and just a lot of fun. So go check out Sanctuary Pro Wrestling in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Taking place on March the 5th in Rahway, New Jersey. You got WrestlePro's debut show. Um, you got, you're going to be seeing stuff. Uh, Cole Cabana is taking on Bobby Wayward. You got Amber O'Neill taking on Barbie Hayden. Uh, Team Tremendous going to be taking on the Taboo Crew. Dan Moff taking on Anthony Bowens. This should be his return from his uh, UK tour. Yeah. Uh, Brian Myers, the Prince of Queens, taking on Chris Payne, Fala, and Joey Ryan in a four-way match. You have the Heavenly Bodies teaming up with a mystery tag team partner to take on the Reynolds brothers uh, and their tag team partner, Mystery. Uh, there's going to be a 30-man battle royal for the number one contendership. Uh, whoever wins this gets to face the champion. Yeah, in uh, April. Which is how number one contendership matches work. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so many wrestlers are going to be a part of that, ranging from Mike Dell to uh, Destruction. Uh, so, Dave Destruction, so go check that out. Also, you're going to have a Crow Pro six-way match. Now, this is a cool aspect, as this Crow Pro six-way is going to feature wrestlers representing six different wrestling promotions. So, to kick it off, you have Talon representing Five Pro Wrestling. Max Caster representing Creative Pro. It's too hot. Steve Scott representing Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, Ken Broadway, which is from uh, House of Glory. Jake Manning from High Spots. And Rex Lawless from NYWC. So that should be really cool. Yeah, you also, I assume this is his first match since yeah. NXT, which. You know what's really sucks is that with NXT filming so many shows at once is the fact that WWE is tweeting out Bull Dempsey. Yeah. On their show last night. Or on on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. But, uh, which was last night. But, uh, yeah, Bull, Bull James is going to be taking on Kevin Matthews. Um, Should be a... A good match. I mean, there's a lot of people going to be there. Gilbert, Godfather, the uh, uh, Too Cool. Yeah, One Man Gang, Terry Funk, Bob Orton Jr., Rock and Roll Express. And uh, I don't know if this is the main event or whatnot, but champion Matt McIntosh will be taking on Pat Buck. So definitely check it out. Rahway, New Jersey, WrestlePro 3-5 debut show. Yeah, also on the on the 5th of March, WXWC4 will be taking place. Uh, Team Devastation versus Team Carnage. Uh, fans bring weapons match. You're going to be seeing Lance on Hawaii, South Philly's Finest, British Wolf, Stevie Shields, so many more. Mike Valentino. You want to go check this event out. Allentown, Pennsylvania, WXWC4. And don't forget, as fans bring your weapons, so... Bring your weapons. Go hit up that 99 cent store and bring whatever you got. Yes. Speaking of what you got, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Go support Rude Boy Riley. Uh, you can go follow him on Twitter at Rude Boy Riley. He has a new t shirt which you can pre order today. 
Uh, it's $20 per t-shirt, $25 with shipping. Uh, message him for details. You got the Staten Island Hardcore shirt and a few others. Go check them out. Uh, James Riley, he's awesome um, and definitely a talent that you want to pay attention to in 2016. Also, make sure you check out Ignite Wrestling. Uh, a brand fresh new promotion in Florida. Go check them out. Go give them some support. Go follow them on Twitter at Ignite Wrestling. Also, make sure you check out John. Thank you very much for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow him at Mr. John Faust. Um, and I think that's all I got to say about their out. Yeah, that's all. All right, Brandon, you got any shout outs? Brandon, shout outs. Robert De Niro. First up, first shout out goes to Deadpool. Uh, not only did I think the story itself was great, but the way that they shot everything I thought was great. And the soundtrack pretty much kicked ass. Uh, it was a really awesome movie. Every comic book fan should check it out. Whether, uh, yeah, you should just check it out. If you're under eight, 18, you should definitely not check it out without your... I have no, when, supervision. When I went, there were literally there was like, I would just if I had to assume their age, eight year olds. It is by not them, for eight year olds. No, no, by themselves buying bogus. tickets, buying tickets by themselves to go in the theater and see it. Shame on the movie theater for selling that. I don't know. I, I think they went to a kiosk. Yeah, they must but have, like, he purchased it beforehand or whatever. Yeah, but still, you can't go into the theater without being checked in. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, I, I think that's... It's definitely not a kid's movie. It's definitely not. And now they say that it was so successful that maybe Wolverine will be R-rated. Um, I, I think... I'm, I'm very happy about it because that means... Obviously, they've been avoiding the R-rating because they want to cater to the little kids and stuff like that. But obviously, they don't have to because the R-rated movies are just as uh, successful as the uh, non-rated R movies. And uh, I would have to <clears throat> assume that it was a joke, but the, the director or writer from Ant-Man said that Ant-Man 2 was going to be NC-17. That's funny. Yeah. So, I've never seen, I still have to see Ant-Man. I really want to, especially because of uh, the... The Super um, Bowl commercial, bro. Well, no, Ant-Man plays a huge factor with uh, the Avengers and Civil War and everything. I think he plays a huge factor with the, with what, the Infinity Gauntlet? I don't know, but I, I need to still see it. But um, uh, my mark out moment of the week was going to come from this before whatever it's going to be. Is, I, <laughs> I wonder what it could be. <laughs> But I'm I, the, the only thing I could focus at during one point in one of the scenes of Deadpool is the fact that I really think that's a poster of Rey Mysterio on the wall, just randomly. Which apparently, yeah. apparently, the Intercontinental Championship is also in another scene. But I have to assume that's Rey Mysterio. I, at first, I didn't see it, but then after, I it's it's like one of the, it's like where you. What one of those hidden images where you have to look at it for a lo little bit longer? It's not, re it's not really it. a hidden image. I don't know. It's just it like, really isn't. But then if you're not looking at the right place, you miss it. Yeah. Like, which is funny because like as like 
as soon as that scene, as soon as he walks into the apartment, I'm like, no way. That's funny. I was like, I want to turn to everybody and be like, is that a Ray Mysterio poster? <laughs> Excuse me, by any chance, is that Ray Mysterio on the wall? There, there was one kid who, like, something happened during the film and, like, somebody, like, one kid. Like, everyone reacted pretty much the same exact way throughout the whole movie, laughter-wise and, like, gasps and everything like yeah. that. Except for this one part where something big happened and this literally dead silence. This kid thought he was going to be a, a, a funny kid. He goes, well, that's going to be a mess. Nobody laughed at him or anything. <laughs> nice. I mean, it was just like pressure. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that kid just said that. <laughs> I was literally, after the film ended, I was talking trash about him <laughs> to my friend. And the kid was sitting like two seats, three seats down from me. Brandon, was this was this kid like eleven? No, he must have been. I don't know. He was like a smart ass kid. Like must have been like he had to been like I don't know twenty, seventeen, eighteen. I don't know. Dude, but, if if that if a twenty year old's a little kid to you, you're getting old. <laughs> Six years younger. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny on Total Divas on Total Divas this past week. Uh, Nikki. Nikki and Brie were talking about stuff, and Nikki goes, why do you think I always, she, something was like, she had like night, she was afraid to go to sleep at night or something, with, she had anxiety, she was, she's afraid that she's not going to wake up in the morning or whatever, but um, she ended that conversation with Brie by saying, why do you think I always, I always slept with the Disney Channel on? She was like, I, I got really addicted to Wizards of Waverly Place in Hannah, Montana. And it's really funny because I went back and did like the ages and everything. She was she was 23 when Hannah, Montana was popping. <laughs> I was 17 though. So it's like... That's funny. And that's only like a six years difference. Well, do you think that it was legit or that it was scripted? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't doubt that while she was in Deep South or whatever, she's sitting there <laughs> watching Hannah, Montana... <laughs> but it's funny because it's like 17 yeah i think it's so much like oh like he's such a kid and then here she is at 23 that's something i would do i still i still watch disney channel i haven't watched disney channel in a long time i mean i watch girl meets world no nah. I, I look at it as how can i not Come i on. remember the last thing i actually watched on disney it was probably Hannah Montana then. Don't don't try and lie. Don't try and cover it up. You you were into Hannah Montana. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with Hannah Montana. You could at least admit that. You, no, you I, don't, watched I don't know. The show. Maybe maybe it was the episode with Dolly Parton, which is a fantastic episode. Yeah, maybe it was that. That stands out for some reason. So maybe that was the last thing I saw on Disney. Well, up next, I'm not too sure whether or not you can get this in the United States. But on my last day in Mexico, I went to the the bar and and I saw I was originally I was gonna get a Diet Coke or a Coca Cola Light as they say in Mexico, and I saw a can of grapefruit fresca just sitting there by the bar, and I thought I don't think I can get this in America, I'll try it, so I asked him for it. He gave me the can, whatever, and it was. One of the best drinks I've ever drank. Drankin', drunken, drank. It was really good. So, if if anyone out there knows if I can get a Fresca, 
a grapefruit fresca? Let me know. I think they had that up here. I don't know. I, they might have like regular fresca, which is like lemon lime, I think. I don't know. Next time I'm in Walmart, I'll check it out. Which, speaking of citrus, they announced, I think, announced today or that the Ecto Cooler is coming back. I know. That I can't wait for. I've never tried it, so I'll definitely really? be looking forward to I trying it. I love that. Yeah. Which, it, I, yeah, I, I've never, I wasn't like, I never drank juice boxes and stuff. I, I've, I could probably count the amount of Capri Suns that I've drank on my hands. Jeez. I still feel like I remember the taste of that, too. The, um... Active cooler, but in post that's gonna get cut in, into something. <laughs> Just kidding. Nice. <laughs> but last up comes from the Legends Showcase uh, downloadable content from WWE 2K16. That being Tatsumi Fujinami, uh, I think it's awesome because he comes with the uh, an ankle clutch prawn pin, which you probably don't know it by the the words. But if I showed you a video of it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. And he also comes with the Tokyo Dome. Ah. So that's pretty cool, too. Him versus Ric Flair in the Tokyo Dome at the WCW Japan Super Show. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. I think uh, of, all the, cool. of all the DLC, I think these have been the, the best. Mm-hmm. Harlem Heat's fantastic. For whatever reason, they gave another manager of uh, Ted DiBiase... I thought originally maybe that was because he'll manage the Outsiders. Mm-hmm. However, he's not out there in that match. So I don't know if they just gave that, like, I have no no clue. But they gave us another, uh, they gave us Sister Sherry and another Colonel Parker for whatever reason. And um, I think there's a lot of negatives for the pack, too, like Rikishi and The Rock. Mm-hmm. No reason to be a different character. Mm-hmm. Basically the same attire, except Rikishi has entrance attire now. Uh, Ricky Steamboat also doesn't need to be a different character. He could have just been different attire, but whatever. They gave us Harlem Heat. They gave us the Tokyo Dome. It's cool. And Alundra Blaze, they could have done something way better with that. That's a fantasy match between Paige. At least they could have given us a different attire for Paige instead of just no slot or whatever but that was uh my shout outs and now it's time for our moment of the week i want to thank dave for being so super super animated in that yeah, leading to uh, leading to the err. Um, I may have closed my eyes for a little bit too long. Closed his eyes, but uh, <laughs> what's, what song is that? That's not even a song. I don't even know. <laughs> but obviously, mark out moment of the week for me has to be Shane O'Mac coming back. Boy Wonder, I'm I'm pumped. I'm super pumped. I was always a Shane McMahon mark. Yeah, I think that's a big mark out moment. Also, Shinsuke Nakamura officially signing. Yeah. Uh, that's a big mark on moment. They had a press conference at the Hard Rock uh, Hotel, I think, in he, Japan. Yeah, he, he signed his contract and he goes, please clap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that entire promo that they did for him leading up to like showing his uh, visit to the Performance Center, 
that I I marked out for that, especially where he does his um his taunt, his in ring taunt his in entrance. the yeah in the W excuse me the WWE ring. It was just I, very surreal. I wish that video was longer because it was really cool getting to see him like come in there. Like Sami Zayn obviously had like this huge smile on his face in that video. Yeah, I mean especially him and Matt. Yeah, uh, I call him Matt now. Jeez. Yeah, everybody knows Zack Ryder. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> Matt Bloom. Yeah, yeah, okay. Head yeah. trainer Matt Bloom, A train yeah. Albert. Uh, I was his the Giant Japanese. Bernard. Yeah, what was the Japanese gimmick? Giant he had? Bernard. Tensai, Tensai. Oh, Tensai. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I wish that video was longer. But uh, some, yeah. some uh, just before we leave. Oh, the, um, I also marked out for uh, they had the PWG preview for the uh, what was it Bowie. Um, but also, I'm um, Joey you, Ryan. You marked out for Joey Ryan. Yeah, his proposal was pretty awesome. Hulk Hogan's like, you should have dropped the leg, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool that Joey Ryan he got engaged in the in the ring to his now fiance. So congratulations to him. Yeah, kudos, buddy. And uh, some negative things. Not mark out moment of the weeks at all, but. WWE.com changing. We already discussed this, I think. Oh, yeah. But they changed their website. It sucks. It's awful. It works when it wants to work. It's and, like an and, app. They, and they even changed up their shop zone. It's like an app. WWE Shop is now, which, by the way, has not been called Shop Zone in yeah, years. Yeah, I, I realize that. After <laughs> <laughs> but WWE Shop is now just like WWE.com. It's like, it's, it's, I don't get it. It's not, they're trying to be too hip. And it's not good. It's, it's It looks like an app. It doesn't work all the time. They tweet out today. They're like, oh, what should our uh, superstars and divas, what what kind of meme should they do next? I was like, none. Don't, yeah. don't try and do anything. You're not hip. Don't do that. Yeah. No, I, saw, I saw that and I, I laughed when I saw that. Jerry Lawler, what shirt was he wearing on SmackDown? Did you happen to see him? No, I didn't see it. Ridiculously, like, I can't believe... I can't believe yeah, he's got shirts like that. I can't believe that. But WWE.com is awful. Even like when you go to um, look at the pictures and stuff, it just all gets jumbled together. Somebody posted, somebody tweeted to um, Sasha Banks today or the other day saying, oh, wow, you've, you've changed quite a bit since your debut or whatever. And it's a picture of Brock Lesnar saying Sasha Banks, whatever. Nice. It's all glitchy. It's disgusting. How could you be a multi-million dollar company, a billion dollar company, and have such a bad website? It's embarrassing. You guys need to change your format again to go mm. back to the former format. Yeah, if it wasn't, it wasn't broken before. I mean, there's no need to revamp anything. There was nothing wrong with it. I can't find anything on the website now. It's just an infinite scroll. It's so yeah. stupid. But yeah. That's our show, yeah. folks. Markingout.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Markingout, Facebook.com. By the way, Facebook, introducing these nest stupid emotions and stuff. Love, yeah. sad, angry. Well, I don't, I don't, I I don't well. yeah, I don't understand what's happening with our future. I don't know, but it's 2.20 a.m. right now. Which is funny. Yeah. Funny how. But Facebook.com slash Market Out. 
Check us out on Twitter at Marking Out at BTTG161 at Dave the Rave underscore MO. And we wish you the, the They actually added Daniel Bryan to Madison Square Garden, so that's an awesome thing. It's gonna be Daniel Bryan night there. I bought a ticket to that the house show. Best, Best of luck, luck in your future endeavors. Have a fun.